Welcome to Guided Way Ministries Biblical Truth, where I share the good news of the Word of God. The gracious Lord has granted me my request according to the hand of the Lord that is upon me to deliver you this revelation in Scripture through faith. I praise the Lord for all those who are minded of their own free will to rejoice with me. And as much as you are listening to revelation from God and His Son, Jesus Christ, to inquire of things concerning the hidden wisdom of God according to what He has given us in His Scriptures, written by the hand of His servants, the prophets, and to carry out in word, faith, and deeds in all things God desires for His people, that He may dwell in us His temple through the Holy Ghost, His holy habitation. Understanding Creation Biblical Truth Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 It is a blessing from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ to have begun in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 with you all. And now we have made it through to chapter 2 verse 18. So praise and glory I lift up to God for making this possible. Now to the first Old Testament book of the Bible and the passage of Scripture found in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Quote, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him an helpmeet for him. End quote. There was no way for man to make it without two things. I'll mention women first, because that is most widely understood today when speaking about physical things in the flesh. Women are a large part of what makes the world go round. Without the female, the male would cease to exist on earth. Again, speaking of things concerning the flesh, a male without the female is a dead man. God understood the importance of relationships and knew Adam needed a companion. So God took a rib from Adam to form Eve. Thank you, Lord, for all women. But this is not what I will spend much time focusing on. God knew that it was not good that man should be alone. But unless you can see what I am about to share with you in Scripture through the eyes of faith, you will miss it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, quote, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned." End quote. Discern what you are about to hear in the faith of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Although God spoke of this need for men to have an intimate relationship by saying in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, it is not good that man should be alone. God calls plenty of men like he did Paul to celibacy, and they never marry. So what exactly does it mean when God said it was not good that man should be alone? Even in the life of Christ, and Jesus was a man, we see that he did not marry. So does this mean that Christ was in a state that was not good for him? Not at all. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 8, quote, 
he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. End quote. Discern with your spirit and realize that Christ was not alone, even though he did not marry. Jesus spoke it three different times. The first time Christ let us know he was not alone is found in John chapter 8, verse 16. Quote, And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. End quote. The second scripture is found in John chapter 8, verse 29, quote, And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him, end quote. The third scripture is in John chapter 16, verse 32, quote, Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. End quote. If Christ did not consider himself alone, although he was not a married man, because he had the Spirit of God within him, why then would anyone say they are alone just because they are unmarried, totally disregarding the Spirit of God which dwells within them? John chapter 14 verse 18, quote, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you, end quote. 1 John chapter 4 verse 13, quote, Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. End quote. Turn to the passage of scripture found in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 8 through 9. In this passage of scripture, Paul gives us insight into what is better for us spiritually. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 8 through 9. Quote. I say therefore to the unmarried and widow, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn." End quote. God created the human body just as it should be, and the marital bed is part of that design, and is where God joins two individuals into one. However, notice how these verses mention both the spiritual and sensual sides of humankind, but does not mention anything about the help me. Paul clarifies that if a person is not married, but cannot contain the desire for a sexual intimate relationship, that individual should marry and not commit fornication and burn in hell for allowing their fleshly desires to get the better of them. Paul was not a married man, but he was not without the helpmeet. After reading 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 8 and 9, we can see that although a man does not marry and consummate the relationship, he still can be complete with the helpmeet God intended for him. To consummate a relationship with a woman only defiles the body of a man. Revelations chapter 14 verse 4, quote, These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. 
These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. End quote. In fact, an unmarried virgin can serve God better than someone married who is no virgin. Because sexual relations are an act of the flesh and therefore can only separate you from God and not get you closer to Him. Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 through 26 Quote, This I say then, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, violence, emulation, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, ravelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. End quote. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 37 through 38. Quote. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, and hath so decreed in his heart that he will keep his virgin, doeth well. So then, he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. End quote. Romans chapter 8 verses 5 through 16. Quote. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your moral bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bearing witness with our spirit that we are 
the children of God, end quote. John chapter 1, verse 13, quote, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God, end quote. The word of God that you have heard and received with an open heart to live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face always upon you. And may he forever keep you in peace.